I'm the most selfish person that I know. Here we go down the rabbit hole. Got a couple carrots from my neck. Self-respect. All right, we're live. Welcome back to Mesco Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the scarring face. It's your boy, Scarface. And uh, I want to thank you guys again for always, like, supporting the TikTok, even though we got banned. Uh, that kind of sucks right now, but I'm trying to get my account back. So everybody who keeps messaging, asking me where my account is, is coming back. Don't worry. Uh, I talked to Jackie. She's helping me get my account back. Uh, or she told me the process that she took to get her account back. So I'm trying to get it back. So make sure you guys uh, be patient. If not, just go follow my backup account. It's also linked in the description, too. So... Uh, and everyone who supports every week, you know, donates and, and things like that. I truly do appreciate it. It helps with the podcast. That way we can continue to like get better sets, better equipment and, and things like that. So but today I got a special guest. Uh, I saw her over on Rod's podcast and she mentioned that she had recently gotten a, a divorce. Uh, and not that I wanted to get all the, like be all nosy or anything, you know what I mean? Like anything like that. Uh, it was more that I wanted to. Uh, get your story because everybody has a different story or a lot of people go through similar things and they feel like they don't like, they feel like they're the, they're the only ones going through that thing. Yeah. Uh, like for example, I remember I talked to this girl where she was, she didn't want to talk to anybody because she was getting abused, but she felt like she was the only person. It was embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't really want to tell anybody until she finally told somebody, everybody helped her. You yeah. Know? So like, yeah. uh, you just never know. Uh, and then you recently started a business too as yes. well. And uh, it's Yesenia, right? Yes, Yesenia. Yesenia. What's your last name? Perez. Perez. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get her story, you know, because recently she went through, uh, uh, I mean, I think it's finalized, you said? Yes, but it we'll is get, final. But we'll get there. Uh, so first of all, are you from Idaho? Yes, I am originally from Sugar City. Sugar City. A little oh, town. Tiny little town over there. <laughs> uh, so born, born there? Yeah. Born no, I was born in Rexburg, and, but I grew up here all my life. Okay. So. I've been here. Okay. Then, and then I know we talked a little bit off camera that uh, you had been together since high school? Yeah, we've been together since high school. Did you guys meet before? Um, so we met while I was in high school. It was a friend that introduced us mm -hmm. and my sister. <laughs> so that's kind of how we met. And from there, just I think we just latched. Was it, was it your first, like, real relationship? I think, yes, it, it was my first relationship, and I think where, at the time when we met, I feel like I was going through a lot myself, and I feel like you, like, latch on, because mm. he, I, there was a lot he knew about me, so I kind of, like, it was something I couldn't let go of. Okay. So. So, uh, what, what grade in high school? Um, I was, like, a freshman. Dang. <laughs> and, and it's funny, because when you, when you think back... Like when you were a freshman, you you think you're old enough. You think yeah. you're like, it's like, oh, I'm a freshman in high school or I'm a senior. And then now looking back, I'm like, these 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 kids are kids. Like, yeah. Uh, getting some people were getting pregnant. Yeah. Like I remember when I was in high school, some people were getting pregnant. And at that time, you're just like, whatever. Like they're getting pregnant. Like there's because they're smashing whatever. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> now I look back, I'm like, damn, they were 15 years old. Like, yeah. Getting pregnant. Like I see my even my little brother. He's 21, and I still. Feel like he's like a little kid it, yeah um, they are little kids you are a little kid exactly but you don't you know like at the perspective point, yeah at, so you guys start talking you guys start dating mm -hmm. uh, how long until you guys actually got married um we got married in 2014 so when did you graduate uh 2010 okay so it took us a little bit to get married to get there was there a reason why it took you guys a little bit to get married because usually some people i mean depending on people's situation some people are engaged for life and yeah 
I feel like for me, I think it was my my thing. Mm. I mean, um, I feel like I was always like, we've been dating for so long. Why aren't we getting married? Because that's the mentality I had. Yeah, I was just like, and he's just like, I want to be stable. I want to do this and that. So I'm not gonna say like, it was just his fault. Like yeah. I feel like I wanted that commitment too. Oh, okay. And. So yeah, he finally 2014 was the year. <laughs> he, he was, that was the year he proposed. But that's good that you also kind of pushed it on him because a lot of people get stuck in that engaged like mm-hmm. little area, uh, or they get stuck in their like little situationships. I don't know if you know what a situationship is. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of people get stuck in those just because you know if you don't really push it on the guy and find out his true intentions. Mm-hmm. He obviously told you that he wanted to be a little bit more stable and then like mm-hmm. have everything set. So he says, you know, yeah. but, but you never know like their, what, what their true intentions. Cause I, I would always, I would always make up lies too, like to girls. I would always be like, oh, like, cause this, I'm not really looking to date and like yada, yada. But yeah. that's because I didn't want to get into a relationship. Exactly. Uh, so that, that, that's cool that you guys actually finally, you know, with a little bit of pushing. That's why I always tell people, like, especially like on the TikToks, it's yeah. just like, try to find out what his intentions are. Yeah. Because if he's not for you, you're going to find out real quick. Yeah. You know, he's going to be excuse after excuse after excuse and his it's more of a legitimate excuse you know like yeah. he's trying to be more stable he just doesn't want to jump into something because some people jump into a situation and i mean they're working double shifts the girls working double shifts like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. everything it's just it's not it you know yep. and so that leads to more more headbutting and stuff like that so uh so you guys get married yeah were you guys in a good position before getting married um I would say when we got married, okay, so when we first, when we got together, before we got married, we lived together for a year. I remember everyone, that was the non-traditional thing to do. I and did every, that too. Yeah. <laughs> we lived together for a year, and I remember that year, year being fucking, it was hell. It was so hard. I mean, we were both getting used to each other. There were things that pissed us off. It was, it was hard. So the next year when we decided to get married, I was just like, fuck. Is this the right thing? Yeah. But, I mean, I loved him. At, do you, at do you point. think you should have trusted your gut feeling? Yeah, I do. Be- because the reason I asked is, uh, I remember I dated a girl for a while. And my gut feeling before we actually got official was like, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do this. Like, yeah. it's not it. But I'm just like, you know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. just like, nah, like, maybe I'm just nervous. Maybe I'm like something. Mm-hmm. A few years later, we ended up breaking up. And, you know, I was just like, fuck, I should have listened to myself. You know? like Yeah. Uh, uh, so you guys weren't in the greatest. No, we fought a lot. It was just. Did you think marriage was going to help? I did. I think a I lot did. of people think that. Yeah, I did think. I was like, okay, he's just going to be mine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, do you have any kids? I have one. Uh, you I have, have a one? little girl. How old is she? She's three. She's three. Okay. So you guys had her after you got married? Uh, yeah. Um, so I, I struggled to get pregnant. So okay. it was a lot of years till it took me six years to get pregnant with yeah, her. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it took us a while. And so. I'm, I mean, I'm glad you brought that up that he thought, cause a lot of people think that. So a lot of people, what I've learned off uh, these TikToks and, and doing this content is a lot of people think that marriage is going to fix their relationship and having a kid is going to fix a relationship. Yeah. And I always ask, because I don't have, I'm not, I've never been married and I don't have any kids. But to me, this is just like common sense in my head. I'm just like, if you're in a bad position beforehand, yeah. what makes you think that you sign the paper, you're married, 
now you're happily ever after, you know? Yeah. Or uh, you're in a bad position, you have a kid, and now everything, you're going to be the greatest family that ever lived, you know? Uh, so I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so you didn't, you said you loved him. Yeah. So you didn't hesitate to get married. I didn't. I, I think that's what I wanted. But I feel like now when I look at it and now going through the process of everything, like just being alone and just dealing with all my shit, I look back and I can see where it came from. Mm -hmm. Like I know it wasn't, it was because of how I was raised and the things I didn't have when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I, I go back to, you have those issues with your dad that you bring your shit. Yeah, and like, and you don't know you have these issues or you don't know you have like, uh, until you go through something, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I mean, everybody has their issues. Everybody, they're like, oh, you're so perfect. Like me, like, cause I try to help people now. Yeah. And I'm like, if you would have known me before, like I tried to help people, I was like, I was the one, I was trying to hook up with married girls. I, I didn't care. Like, yeah. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. was just doing my thing. Like, uh, I didn't care. Like, uh, it's funny because I talked to a buddy. I'm like, oh, you hooking up with her? I'm like, yeah, what about her man? I was like, it's not my man. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know? And that's how I was. But then now looking back, I'm like, dude, you were like an idiot. Like, what were you doing? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but yeah. you have to go through some things like this. Yep. And it could be that I just never wanted to commit. I think I realized that, that I have issues committing with people because I feel like everybody's going to waste my time, mm -hmm. you know? So that's why I'm like, eh, they're going to waste my time. Like, yeah. why Why try? Like, why yeah. try to commit? And so I've been trying to work on that because I could have let past, relate like, things that were, like, in the process of maybe becoming a relationship completely ruined because of me because I'm just like, ah, it's not going to work out, you know? Like, yeah. I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get married, right? Yes, I do get married. Does it go right back to the same cycle? Yeah, it went right back to the same cycle. It's just the same fights, the same, you did this to me. Like, it was just, I mean, we were young. I feel like we would get on and off. You know, it's just that on and off relationship where he would go do his thing, I would go do my thing, and then we'd bring that shit. Like, you were with this guy while we were on a break. You know what I mean? It's just you, and that just keeps... That just adds fuel to that fire. Yeah, and it's just a freaking cycle. And yeah. It's hard to get, you can't get rid of that. So you, so you guys would take, would you guys take breaks after you were married or before you were married? No, that was all before we were married. It was like during that high school, before we got serious and moved in together. That whole, all those years. Mm -hmm. um, before that, high school till that date. I feel like we just, we did a lot of toxic shit to each other. <laughs> And, you know what I mean? So I'm like, uh. no, and, and I'm glad you bring that up because uh, some people, f in the moment, it, it, it feels like things are gonna fix itself. You know, like mm -hmm. like it's gonna go. Like we become very blind to it. We come mm -hmm. become very blind to like that toxic behaviors, red flags, uh, because you wanna like you feel like for some reason it's gonna change, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's gonna change one day. Like everything's gonna be great, but until you realize that that cycle just keeps going in circles. Yeah. Like, that's what I realized too at one point, like, cause I remember she told me she, one day, it was the same thing. Hey, I'm gonna leave. Me, I would be like, nah, I'm gonna do, like, I'm gonna fix it. I'm yeah. gonna do this, this. I'd be great for like a week, two weeks. Yeah. And then like, we'd go right back to the same thing. Yeah. And then until I finally realized, I was like, this is not working. Mm -hmm. Like, It's not working. So when she told me again, she's like, all right, I'm leaving. And I was like, cool. I was like, let me know when you're going to come get your stuff. 
And she wasn't even shocked. She was just like, what? I was like, yeah, just let me know when you're going to come get yourself. I was like, this is not working. Yeah. I was like, I, I right there, like, realized, I was like, it's not working. Like, I could have been, like, uh, one big thing for me, I talk about it a lot now. Like, at the time, I really didn't want to talk about it because it's more like an ego thing. Mm-hmm. I refuse to, like, imagine her being with anybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I was like, I have to make this work because I don't want her to be with anybody else. Like, another guy with her, being intimate with her, hell no. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, yeah. I would just, I'd be like, I try to make it work. I try to make it work. But then when you realize that that's, like, that shouldn't be why you're trying to make it work. It should be, like, you, because you actually really love this person and you're trying to, like, make it, like, I think that fizzled away mm-hmm. a while. Like, we were together for a while. I think we spent, like, two years trying to work on it. And yeah. it was just, like, wasted nope. time. Yeah. So, uh, so, married, the fights continue. Um, and then you said, so, what... <sighs> I don't want to get too personal, but let's do it. <laughs> what were some of the, the biggest things that you said that you guys were arguing about? Was it past stuff that you guys did? Yeah. So anytime you guys had an argument, like old stuff would like mm-hmm. come back up. See, that's what I always say. Like, I'm like yeah. that always happens. That's why when people ask me that, would you ever give somebody another chance that cheated? I was like, no, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because that's always going to be like the other person could revenge cheat. I don't even, yeah, like, that's not going to do anything, yep. uh, but create more, like add more fuel to that fire mm-hmm. or uh, like it, it, it's not going to help, you know, no, uh, excuse me. I got this freaking. So what were the, your guys's like biggest arguments? Like, was it just that or was there other things like, I think um, it was hard for me that other people would bring stuff to me about him about him and I would find out from other people and I would and I would feel stupid I think that was my biggest thing and I found out so many things he was doing behind my back or I'd get pictures and stuff and I'd be like what the fuck Mm -hmm. but then he'd have his story you know and explain it and I was just like did you believe it I mean I had the pictures so, you know what I mean? But I still decided to be like, all right. Wh- why? Why? Um, I think for me, it's going to get real, eh? Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Because me, I'll tell you straight up. Like, if someone <laughs> showed me that, this one girl, like, I got shady vibes from her, instantly cut her off. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? But to me, like, it's something like that. I would be like, I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm out. But I'm, I'm just curious to see, like, why you continue to I think for me, when I, like, now that I've processed everything, I go back to um, when I was younger, like, how I was raised, how my dad raised me. Um, my dad wasn't there for us. Um, he was he was a truck driver or whatever. He did his thing. Um, but I was also sexually abused by my dad. So that's all I, that's all I knew is... I didn't really know how to be treated, and I wanted him to be that so badly for me. And he wasn't, mm-hmm. you know? But I feel like I forgave my dad so many times. Like, I was just like, no. Like, because even though he was doing that to me in the background, everyone loved him. My dad had such a, like, facade he was playing. But I don't know, as a little kid, I was protecting him. I yeah. was just like... Everyone loves him. If I say something, they're going to say I'm a liar. Mm-hmm. So um, I think for me, 
it was the same thing for him. I did the same thing. I was just like, no one's going to believe me or no one's going to be there for me. Um, so I, I just went with it. That's but all I knew. Pictures. I know, but I went with <laughs> it. I just, that's all I, that's how I was raised. Like, mm -hmm. that's all I knew. So I was just like. So it was just more like forgive. Survival. Forgive, yeah. It was, I didn't, because, I mean, at that point, I had, I had gotten out of that situation with my family. Like, no one had knew. No one, I met this guy, he, he saved me, he, I moved out. That's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. I was kind of in the survival mode. I was just like, I need to get out of this house. And that's kind of where. You were just came. scared that you would end up back, mm -hmm. you know, and then right back to the same cycle. Yeah. So, no, what happened was I met this guy. He was really nice to me at the beginning. Um, he got me out of a situation I, I, that I didn't want to be in, which was sexual abuse. Yeah. And I didn't give a fuck what, if, how he treated me because I, was, my goal was not to go back to that yeah. house. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, I, I was chatting with another girl a while back, and she said anybody that treats you, even like say you're in a relationship, a lot of times the spouse will cheat because they get treated 5% better mm -hmm. is better than when you're getting treated at home. So mm -hmm. they're going to end up cheating, mm -hmm. you know, or going with somebody else. And I feel like that's almost similar. Like he was treating you a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And so you're just like, I like this over here. I like this feeling. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come do this. Mm -hmm. But then eventually um, he's not what he turns out to be. Yeah. Uh, what Was he... I mean, yes, he kind of was like that in the beginning. Like, uh, now looking back, do you, do you, did you see any red flags that you completely missed? Like, where you're like, oh, shit, like, this guy's, if I see this in a guy later on, that's, a, mean, that's a no-go. I mean, now I can do that. But I think back then I, I saw the red flags, but I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but uh, did you, like, now looking back? Mm-hmm. What were some of those red flags that, that, that he was doing? That you're just like, you were blind to it at the moment, you know, because we become blinded to like certain toxic behaviors, red flags. Uh, and then now, like when you look back, you're like, ah, fuck, like I should have, duh, he was doing it right here. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when they become, uh, for example, when people can become jealous and controlling. Mm -hmm. uh, in the beginning, sometimes it's like, oh, he got jealous. That's so cute. Mm -hmm. But then like a year later, that's not cute anymore. It's mm -hmm. more like, damn, like he's like super like controlling over everything. Like I can't post on social media. Like I can't like nobody can like anything. Cause I remember mm -hmm. I, I dated a girl where she was super jealous. Yeah. Like to the point where she would go to everybody's profile. Every girl that liked my picture, she would go to every profile and to see if I commented anything on there. And what broke the straw was uh, she, she found this girl and then, like, a while back ago, like, probably, like, a year before I even started talking to her, mm -hmm. I commented fire emojis on her picture. Mm -hmm. And she saw that. And she's <laughs> like, how do I know you're not sleeping with her? I'm like, are you serious you went that far back? Like, <laughs> out of everybody who liked it, you found her. You went through her photos. You went through her comments. Yeah. And I'm like, do you not have anything to do? Like, yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is not going to work out. This is not going to work out. But yeah. uh, I saw some of those red flags in the beginning. But she was gorgeous. And I'm just like, that's ah, fine. Like, there's nothing wrong. Like, maybe she, yeah. that's Latina toxic behavior. Yeah. Like, it's cool. <laughs> but then are. it just started getting worse and worse and worse to the point yeah. where I was just like, fuck. 
Like, yeah. this is not like, I, I was too scared to post anything mm -hmm. because she's going to go through the comments. She's going to go through the likes and see who liked it. And then um, I'm glad that Instagram got rid of the people or, or the that little section where you could go and check to see who liked, what photos you were liking. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, yeah, that shit got me <laughs> in trouble. Been in too trouble. Long. Yeah. So w were there any red flags that yeah. you look back at now? I think the biggest red flag is when... I became losing. I, I literally lost everything, like attachment to my family, to the friends I had. Like I literally isolated to not get in trouble because I was just so scared. Like, like he would say, yeah, you can go out with your friends. Ooh. And I'd be like, okay. And I would. And when I came back, you could tell that the vibe was different. So I stopped doing anything. I, I it became a point where I just, it was just to work, to home, to work. You know, it was just, that's all it was. Yeah, see, and then... And that's when I say, like, people become, like, a shell of themselves mm -hmm. because you're trying so hard to do everything you can so the other person doesn't get mad. Mm -hmm. You know, first it's, um, I was talking to this girl because she was asking me a question. And she said at first it, it was, like, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So she stopped hanging out <clears throat> with friends and, like, family. Mm -hmm. But then after that, it was, like, anything she, po she posted a story that was a problem. So she stopped posting. And then even though she still had a social media, it became to the point where he was upset that she had a social media. So she deleted her social media. Yeah. And it just, it was like, I told her, I was like, that person, there's nothing you can do that's going to make that person happy. Yeah. Like, it's going to be one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, until you just become a sheller yourself. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you, you don't even know. You're like... Like, now I'm pretty sure you're just like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, yeah. like I wasn't me. You, I'm sure you weren't happy. No, like, now you, you have your business. Like, you're able to do a lot more things. You know, you smile differently. You, like, mm -hmm. you move differently. Uh, so I'm glad you bring that up, too. Like, you, you essentially became, like, a shell of yourself. Yeah, I literally lost myself. I literally was anything I did. Like, even to go to, like, his family events or anything, like... I would sometimes just be like, I don't feel good. Because I knew once we got there, like we were going to be trying to have fun dancing. I was going to step on him and me iba a regañar. You know what I mean? Or I would not say hi to a cousin or a tia or something, and I was just going to be in trouble. Mm -hmm. So I got to the point where I, I didn't even want to do anything because I didn't want to fight. I just and the, I didn't and, want and to. And I'm sure, who knows? I mean, I don't know who his, his family is. Like Sometimes it gets to that point and then they'll be like, oh, why didn't she want to come? Mm -hmm. You know, like, is she like, she d doesn't like us or anything yeah. like that? And, you know, because, I mean, you know how Hispanics are. They, yep. they uh, like, if you don't say hi to everybody, like, all, all of a sudden you're, that's why I like showing up early to places. Like, I like showing up early so now I don't have to get up and like, yeah. say hi to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and I'm more, I'm more of a just like, hi. You yeah. Know, like, but hey some people like, some family members are like, oh, he's too good to say hi. Like, I'm not going to, like, walk around to every fucking table mm -hmm. and say hi. I'm just going to go be like, what's up, y'all? Like, And that's it. Yeah. So you lost yourself. At what point did you start to realize that? Mm, I think it was literally my 30th birthday. Um, and you're, you said you're 31, by the yes, way. Yes. Yeah. I literally was like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like. My life, like, I was just miserable because I supposedly, like, to everyone, I was, I had made it. You know, we had the house, we had, you know, we had everything it looked like, you know. But yeah. in the back, I was miserable. Like, I was just at home. I wouldn't do anything. And so I just, I was just like, what the fuck is this? What is this? 
And so at that point, I was just like, what, what's my purpose? Mm. I literally asked myself, I'm like, what's my purpose? I'm like, because obviously I'm not a good wife. And what, what else am I good at? And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to make money. And at that point, I was just like, I'm going to go into real estate. <laughs> that was my first thought. And I was all signed up for there. And, you know, I, I don't know where I saw, I don't know. I've always been interested in yoga. And, and I'm, I'm a very, just like a very structured person. Um, and I was like, I'm going to do something out of my element. Um, I saw one of my friends from hair school. He was doing, he did, he did, he did yoga. And I was like, that's cool. I didn't know he did that. And then one thing just led from my just scrolling on um, on social media led to another. And I found this studio that happened to be in Rigby. And they were actually going to do a course the same time that that real estate program was going to start. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do something fun. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to be the structured person that I always am. So I just kind of went for it. And I was just like, I told him, I was like, I want to do this yoga program. And then he was just kind of like, we don't got money for that. And I was like, because at that point I was a stay-at-home mom. And he's, and I was just like, okay. I was like, then I'll find a job. And he's like, no. <laughs> and I was just like, why? He's like, fine, do whatever you want. And I was like, okay. And I, and literally I like just went online and I just applied for a bunch of jobs. The perfect one fell through. And it was just a part-time job that fell exactly with the schedule that I needed to do this program. And yeah, I paid for my own program and I went to this and holy shit, like the experience that I experienced mm -hmm. was something I I just never it was I found myself in a and I saw myself in a whole different light that I was just like fuck, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And yeah, from there, I think it was just this one class um, I remember these counselors were in, this counselor went in there and was talking about, um, was talking about what fight or flight, like just different stages and stuff. And I was like, damn, I've been in my life. I've been living there like all my life. And, um, she said a comment or she made a comment. You can't heal. You can't heal where you've been hurt. And for me that that just clicked and I went home and I was like, it's over. Damn, after yoga class? Yeah, <laughs> it literally, it was after a yoga class. I mean, I mean, because we had already been fighting, like even to get to that program, it was a fucking fight. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, and I would come home so excited telling him about my days and that to him, like for him not to be excited of how I was growing and evolving sucked. Yeah. I hated Cause I, every time he would learn something or grow, I was so excited for him. I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, you're moving up or you're doing great. And for him not to have that same towards me, I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. um, so I was just like, he doesn't love me. Cause I mean, if he loved me, he would want to see me grow. And I was just like, yeah, after that, I kind of just, was like, it's over. I knew it was over. So when you told him, was that, was that an issue? Was he like, no? 
he wanted he wanted to work on things but at that point like a, a month before that we had tried counseling but to get him to counseling was a fucking nightmare it was mm-hmm. just like why do you have to tell other people our issues you know it was that kind of thing it yeah. was just like I was like, dude, because you won't listen to me. So I fought as much as I could for the relationship. Yeah. It wasn't like I just threw in the towel one day. Yeah, so... And... Hold on. Let me fix this real quick. All right, so you told him that you guys were done. You said you guys tried counseling, which did. didn't work. No. But I'm sure, like, at this point... Like, when... You kind of mentioned it a little bit before. When did you know, like, you were done? Like, was it after the yoga class? Like, you're just like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then you try to work on it after that? Um, I think we had a conversation after that. And I was just like, kind of like, I can't do this anymore. Because I feel like when we when we first got married, and something we always talked about is, and I would always tell him, I was like, I'm never going to cheat on you. I'm never going to, you've done all this shit to me. I mean, we've done all this shit to each other. But I'm not going to go lower than you to you for you to feel that same hurt Mm -hmm. so for me I feel like I I put in everything that I I possibly could in a relationship so I was just like it's over like I just there I put in all the fight yeah because a lot of people before they get to that point where they tell their partner like, especially girls, like, that conversation or that moment, probably you were thinking about it for, like, the past six months. You know what I mean? Okay. And yeah. so that's why I always tell guys, I was like, bro, if she brings something up, it's not because she thought about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's because she's been thinking about it and she finally decided to say something. Mm-hmm. And I learned that, too, like, looking back, like, uh, like where I was... Me- Because I would be more like, damn, now you bring it up? Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was doing it for this long. But that's because, like, she was, like, dealing with it for that long. Mm -hmm. And then, finally, when she had enough, she would say something. And you're thinking, damn, like, you just brought this up. Like, I've been doing it for, like, this long. And, like, now it's a problem. Yeah. But now now I realized, and learning after, like, doing all these videos is that usually, like, especially girls... Though, if they're going to come to you with a problem or issue like that, it's because they've been thinking about it for a little while. And so I learned that, too. Like, that's why I always say, like, tell uh, whoever you like, whatever your issue is, like, whoever you're with, like, tell them right away. Like, like if they find you like a little bit too needy, clingy, whatever the case may be, this is not the person for you because, Mm -hmm. like, you need to set your boundaries on what you want. Mm -hmm. And like, if they can't give that to you, then the right guy or the right the right girl is going to make the effort as well. Mm -hmm. Like to try to make be like, oh, shit, my bad. She didn't like that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so let me let me let me fix it, you know, because like. Like, I'm into this girl. Let me fix it. But so you tell me you want a divorce. You said you do a little bit of counseling. Mm-hmm. Did you, were you the one pushing, like, the divorce after that? Because yeah. I know it's a little bit of a process. It's not just, like, an uh, overnight type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely me. I, he wanted to still work on things, but I just still, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it was just a cycle. And that whole you can't heal where you've been hurt like i was just like yeah this is it's over like mm-hmm. i can't heal here like i'm not gonna get any better this is gonna be my life do yeah. i want this to be my life no i do not and especially having a daughter and her seeing that for me that she also pushed me a lot like we would fight and she would be like right there and to me i was just like i don't 
want her to fucking live with this. Yeah. I want her to see me be treated how I'm supposed to be treated by a good man. Like, this is not, like, I don't want this. So that's kind of, she, she was my motivation to, to do better. And, and that's good you say that because a lot of people do stay because of kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll, they'll stay in a toxic relationship because of the kids. And then it messes the kids up. Mm-hmm. And then later on, like, or even if they're a little bit older, some of the kids do say, is like, I wish he would, like, they would have just separated, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, staying for the kids, I get it. Like, I get what, why you say that. Like, you want them to see, like, a sense of family, like, yada, yada. Yeah. But if you guys are always fighting... Always like arguing, uh, like what is that gonna do? Like that showing them what a relation, like a relationship is supposed to be, like of you guys fighting, like exactly. You know, so like when they grow up, they kind of think that's normal, you know, yeah. yelling at the other person, like yeah. uh, depending on who they are. I don't know, like uh, like being physical with the other person, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never hit a girl, by the way, so <laughs> never. Uh, just. In different ways, you know. We won't talk about that. That's more of a TikTok uh, <laughs> conversation. Um, so, uh, during this time when you're pushing the divorce, it, you said he's he's trying to work on it and things yeah. like that. Uh, did he refuse to sign anything? Like, uh, I think at that point it was. Was he done too? No, I think he wanted he wanted to fight because his big thing was he would say that I'm breaking up a family. You're breaking, you're doing this to your daughter. You're, you know, he would tell me that. And I was like, you know what? It, no, like, I don't care. That comment means nothing to me. Yeah, other people can live by that. But I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not happy. And I'm not gonna let our toxic shit bleed onto her. Cause I don't want her to learn that. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of had to go there and how, how old was she like during that time she was like one or two right yeah she was around one or two. and and that's when like believe it or not that's when kids are learning a lot mm-hmm. because you know that's when they st- they're learning how to crawl they're learning how to walk they're learning how to put words together yeah you don't think they're learning about their parents behaviors like come on this kids are fucking smart they're too smart you know uh yeah. like my nephew like uh my sister says like sometimes she's like oh shit like and now he's like, oh, shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, they are sponges. They yeah. are sponges. And so th- they'll see that. They'll see you guys arguing. They'll see that. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes normal or becomes, uh, like, shout out to my parents. Like, they never really tried to fight in front of us. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I seen them argue, like, one or two times. Yeah. You know, uh, so it wasn't very much. And so, and to me, I'm like, damn, like, they're, like, a traditional Hispanic. They've been married for, who knows how long. Yeah. You know, they still go on date nights. They still, like, go, like, a walk. They hang out. They make fun of each other all the time. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, that's, that's like, something, like, you, you would want to have. Exactly. Uh, and especially how long they've been together. And, and it's cool for us because, like, we, we get to see that. And it's mm-hmm. not so much, like, you know, there's some families where, like, when they're fighting and, and things yeah. like that. So, so <laughs> you guys are finally, it's, divorce is done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, with a little fighting back from him is has he given you any more issues after that? Like, cause the reason I ask is a lot of guys become very jealous or they become yeah. very toxic afterwards. Kind of like, who are you talking to? What are you doing? Where are you going? And you're just like, we're not together. Like you need mm-hmm. to chill out. Did, did he turn into that at yeah. all? Oh, so yeah. Got like that. <laughs> uh, our divorce process was, it was hell. Mm-hmm. I hated it. 
I hated the whole thing. But I feel like seeing him be like that, it gave me more like, yeah, that is why I left. Yeah, you like, did the right thing. Yeah, I was just like, I don't need that. Um, and I did let him fucking put me down so many times. You get that. Like, you're going out. You're having fun. You're finally doing you. And you get that whole, you're being a hoe. You're like this. You're like that person. Blah, blah, blah. You're just trying to, you know, like you get all of that. And it sucks. Because mm-hmm. um, whether you like it or not, people do take sides. Uh, people say they're not going to take sides once you're divorced. But I feel like it happens. Yeah. And you lose a lot of people, especially when they see you in a state that they've never seen you before. Yeah. Because you're finally fucking out of something toxic. That or, and it, it, some people feed the other like side lies mm-hmm. oh she was this this and this or he was this and this and then in reality they, they paint you to be the the bad person you mm-hmm. know even though they might not know the full story or anything like that uh kind of like the girl that i told you that would got got abused like that other guy was saying that she was the problem like this is and that you guys got it all wrong and I'll, since the other guy was pretty well connected mm-hmm. uh they all believed her him yeah. You know, it was like her that that's why she didn't want to bring it up, you know, like uh, didn't want to bring up these issues because nobody would believe her. Everyone yeah. would think she was lying because this other guy is like an angel and exactly. like, wouldn't do anything like that. So. So do you still have issues with with uh, with him now currently? Because I know um, you you, uh, you mentioned you still do your yoga, right? Mm hmm. You do your yoga, you have your own business, and now you're doing, like, random pop-ups. I've seen your story that you've mm-hmm. been doing random pop-ups. Do you still get issues from him? No, I feel like I literally had to just not respond to anything. I literally just had to shut him out. I feel like I was trying to be the nice person and just try to be involved or be cool with him. But you can't be cool with someone that is that you're leaving something toxic with. It just doesn't work. Um so as of right now, we nothing. Like I literally, the only time is just to if he wants to talk to my baby. But for me, nada. Like I won't. So looking back now, right? Like now that you're here, someone that's going through something similar. What would you tell them to help them get it out of their certain like situation? Like because I like we talked about earlier. You become blind to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know, you think everything's going to be okay. You mm-hmm. know, everything's going to go great. You're going to get married. And then all of a sudden, like, they're going to completely 180 on you. And they're yeah. going to be a lot better. What advice would you give them? Like, if they're going through something similar, like, what would you tell them to do? Um, I would say... St- stem back to where it came from. Like, where? why are you letting this happen? Because I feel like at the end of the day... It stems back from somewhere. From me, I had to literally deal with the issue of... uh, It was literally... Would you say daddy issues? Like, it was literally... I was avoiding that and all of what my dad put me through and letting it bleed into what how he was treating me. And I was like, whatever, you know? Like, I'm not going to go back there. It's heal yourself. It's literally try to find out why why you're letting someone treat you the way you are. Because, if especially if you're, or why you're being toxic. Because it's, it's, it doesn't, I don't feel like it's, a man's more toxic than a woman. No, it's, it's like, just, what are your issues? Yeah. And figure that out is where, where I would, what I would tell someone. Would you ever do counseling? 
what I do. I've done it before. Yeah, and so I always recommend that. To me, what helps me talk about my problems and stuff like that is honestly like doing the tech talks and like mm-hmm. having the conversation. So I also do one on ones like with mm-hmm. uh, uh, certain people off TikTok. That, like they, some people are like, "Oh, you're pay- having people pay you to do stuff like this." I was like, "I'm literally taking time out yeah. of my day. Like I get busy as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm taking time out of my day. Like I don't want it to be." Me call somebody and they'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? Good looking. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, like, <laughs> you know, because like uh, that, then that's a waste of my time because like unless you really need help, you'll actually pay me to like sit down and talk, chat with you. Yeah. And it helps because it helps me with like actually when you vocalize something, when you talk about something, it's different than keeping it inside. Mm-hmm. Like once you talk about it, you're like, oh, shit, like, damn, I was, I was kind of fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. And you start realizing like the shady stuff you were doing or like things that are bugging you, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like I would have never told anybody that I, I think I have like commitment issues mm-hmm. because like, I feel like everybody's going to leave. Yeah. But that came out of one, one of the one-on-one conversations. Cause they asked me, they're like, why are you just, sing-? cause I've been single for like almost three years now. Yeah. And, uh, cause after the last relationship, I said, I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to do me. And like, I'm not going to worry about a girl, you know, because I've been mm-hmm. worrying about girls for too long. Yeah. And so after I did that, obviously, like, my business grew, like, a lot of things grew. Mm-hmm. But I think it also affected me in that area, too, where I'm just, like, I take a lot less BS from anybody. Yeah. So, like, the moment I get a red flag, the moment something happens, something that I feel like is shady, mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, I'm out. No, they'll be like, oh, so you're just done like that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's good and bad because... It's good because I don't take any BS. Yeah. It's bad because you don't know if yeah. you, uh, like, just ruined something that could have been great. Yeah. Just because, like, some miscommunication or something like that. So uh, so I always recommend people to talk to somebody. Uh, talk to a professional. Because some people are afraid. to. They're like, I don't have nobody to go to. I don't have family. Most family that you go to, especially guys. Yeah. A guy can't go to their family because a lot of the, especially Hispanics, they'll tell them to man up. Mm-hmm. they'll be like you gotta man up don't talk about that like don't yeah. cry don't do this don't do nothing like none of that uh and so you're just like all right cool like i want to talk about it like that's mm-hmm. not what guys do so that's why i always say like pay somebody mm-hmm. pay somebody i was like you don't want to pay somebody to talk about your problems they their only intention is to help you yeah they're not going to sit there and judge you for anything they're not going to be like oh like Yo, I'm going to go tell your family. You just told me this. You know, they're not going to say anything. They're there to help you. Yeah. You know, because I've, I've also done some, you know, some counseling too. Uh, not a lot of people know that. But it's because I just needed to just kind of like figure myself out. And they said what I'm doing now is actually very helpful for me. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm actually able to talk about my problems. Mm-hmm. Put them out there like that. That way, like, because it's, it's different when you say it out loud. Like, yeah. I never realized like how, how much it helps saying something out. You're like, fuck. I can't believe I said that. Yeah. But um, so I'm glad you're doing a lot better. Yes. You were able to start a. Uh, did the business come while you were in uh, a relationship? Um, I think I had. Um, I've had it since oof, three years. I had a dream about it. Is how it came to me, and I did start try to start it when I was with him. Um, but I got scared. I got I got this big ass line, and I was just like, holy shit! I don't know if I'm ready for this. And I feel like I had the mentality of doing something like that was selfish. Mm-hmm. He would always tell me that that was selfish. Um, so I, f- I didn't do it because I didn't start a lot of things because I was like, fuck, I'm going to be selfish. Like, that's, I'm going to be doing something for myself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I came. I've had it in my head for years, and it just came of 
me finally being able to be selfish yeah. because it's not a bad thing. It, it, it's not. And uh, it, it's cool. So like after people go out, they ask how to heal, right? Mm -hmm. There's no right way. You know, after a breakup, after anything like that, there's no right way. But I always tell people, it's like, just focus on you. Yeah. Like, do things you weren't able to do when you were in a relationship. Uh, if you wanted to go to the gym, go to the gym. If you wanted to start a business, start a business. Start a, start a side hustle. Do something. Like, you have mm -hmm. time now. Yeah. You know, and if the more you keep yourself distracted, the easier it is for you to heal and then process stuff. And then, because uh, uh, when some people go through breakups, they just sit in a corner, sit at home, mm -hmm. watch TV, think about the good times. And then they're like, I'm a calm, you know, yeah. like, see what he's doing. And then yeah. you go right back to the same cycle. Exactly. Instead of like when you're busy, mm -hmm. like you barely have any time to think about it. You, you, you're more thinking, what's the next move? <laughs> like for me, it's like, what's the next move that I can make to make my business bigger? Yeah. You know, like I'm not even worried about girls. Like, yeah. And, and it sucks because like, uh, to have that mentality is good and bad. Yeah. But people always say, like, you need some somebody good there to help. That Somebody who's for you is going to help you 10x whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I haven't gave anybody that chance. Yeah. But, too busy. So what, what is it that you guys, that you do with your business? Um, so I am a hairdresser. So I do, um, I do these cool things. Mm -hmm. um, and I also do, um, like, wedding hair. I do makeup. Um, I love to make people feel beautiful. Sexy and comfy. Yeah. I just love um, being there for their special events um, and just the feeling that they get. I feel like for a long time, I, and I feel like a, I speak for a lot of hairdressers, um, you're able to put out with your art um, confidence that you, you were lacking at one point. Mm -hmm. And... I love to make people feel beautiful. That and like with hairdressing, since they sit in your chair for the long time, that's a whole another counseling session right it there. Is. You guys talk because I'm sure like some conversations get deep and mm -hmm. uh, it is. So th that's because like service providers, like uh, mm -hmm. I know uh, like barbers, hairstylists, like makeup artists, and they all like they really get to know their clients. Yeah. And then, like sometimes they have some deep conversations all the time, and then they get comfortable with you, and they're like, bro, like. Uh, like this person literally told me this and this and this and I'm like, do you know? And they're like, no. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh shit, like okay. You you, know. you literally become a counselor for some people. That and you, you start to realize everybody's going through something. Mm -hmm. Nobody's 100% happy. I don't care what anyone says. Like nobody is ever 100% happy. Yeah. Everybody has their issues. Everybody has something they're dealing with because it, whether it be like relationship wise, business wise, like mm -hmm. something's stressing them out. Something's like making them like in a certain type of funk. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that way, like, uh, I'm just glad you're doing what you're doing now because yes, a lot of I people don't do that. Yeah. And that's another reason why I wanted to have you on is because you're, you started a business, you're focusing on that, you're doing yoga, mm -hmm. uh, instead of just not doing anything and then seeing what happens. Yeah. You know, you realized at 30, like you weren't really doing anything. Yeah. Took the yoga class mm -hmm. instead of doing real estate. Yeah. You know, Cause, uh. At that time, real estate would have been really, like, financially, that would have been the move. I know. During that time. But no amount of money would have been able to buy what you felt at that yoga class. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, so, like, you won so much more by going to that yoga class. 
that's why I always tell people to try different stuff, do different stuff, like pick up new yeah. hobbies. Like, yeah. you said that was the first time you went to a yoga class? Yeah, I remember I just always would try to do it at my house. But I, cause I was always just scared. I was like, mm. I don't know, I'm not flexible. Like, I can't <laughs> do this shit. Um, but you know, I, so I just, it is that trying something new. I'm like, all right. Yeah, try something new, start a business, start something, do something. Yeah. You know, like that's why I, I always try to, if I can, I try to support, if someone starts a business, I try to support however I can. If it's sharing something, if it's buying something, like obviously mm-hmm. I can't do anything with like makeup, you know, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can like recommend you. Yeah. Like, uh, since I do a, like, we do a lot of photo and video for uh, like quintas and stuff like that too as mm-hmm. well. I was like, I can just recommend you, but I can't, I'm, I'm not gonna use it, you know? Like, yeah. So I'm glad what you're doing, keep killing it, you know, uh, be- because like I said, there's a lot of people going through similar situations mm-hmm. and they just don't wanna talk about it. But they just listening to from other people, yeah. It's just it helps them. They're like, oh shit, like I'm not the only person going through something like yeah. this. So uh, again, I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Hopefully, you're out here killing it. I, I've seen you, like I said, doing a lot of pop ups, getting your yeah. name out there. So and that takes a lot of hustle. People it takes don't so much. <laughs> people don't realize that. Like if you want to start a business, it's just not getting your LLC and then, hey, uh-huh. I'm open for business. No, you. It, that's when uh, the hard part begins. Like the yeah. hard part is just getting your name out there. Mm-hmm. And then getting clients and then getting repeat clients and then working your other job. Working, I, I still work another job. Yeah, see, yeah. like not a <laughs> like, lot of people. I can't. So I remember I was doing that too, but I was using my nine to five as a means to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when it becomes the end, like all I this is all I do full time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just yeah. have my business, I do the podcast, I do the TikToks, like yeah. that's all I do and I love it. You yeah, know, and exactly. I love it. I have the most fun. It brings me the most joy. I don't have to report to nobody. Exactly. You know, I do my own thing. So that's my goal. And you'll get there. It just takes work. Yeah. People don't fuck. people see what now me now, mm-hmm. but they don't see me like hours and hours in here editing, doing this, doing that, talking to this person, have a lunch yeah. with this person. Like uh, I, I have the green screen over here set up because I have to do a video for like a uh, an iPhone game, you know, that I told you about, you know, yeah. now I have to record that, you know, and then edit that and send yeah. that out. But nobody nobody sees that. Everyone no. sees, hey, look what I'm doing on social media. Like and then. Because yeah. I have people ask me all the time, hey, like, I'm looking to get a camera and this, is and that. And I was like, you need to fall in love with the process of editing. Yeah. So that's where a lot of people quit. Mm-hmm. Is they realize that the editing part, that's the hard part. Yeah. So, again, th- uh, let them know where they can follow you at. Uh, Mariposa Glam Bar on Instagram and Facebook. And I have a salon over in Idle Falls inside Jade Spa. Inside Jade Spa? Mm-hmm. And do you have a TikTok? I do. Oh, I do, but I don't really use it. You know, TikTok's a spot, right? Yeah. Like, if you want to, it just takes one video. But takes one video. You know, it. social media and doing all the editing stuff, that's not my thing. Yeah, but <laughs> do you have a phone? Yes. Okay, no excuse. <laughs> uh, it's because everyone wants to, like, make some crazy edit. Yeah. But a lot of the videos that go viral, get a lot of traction, they were from an iPhone. Yeah. They weren't nothing crazy. And then they evolve into, like, higher-end production, mm-hmm. you know, Cause they're like, oh, like making videos is is yeah. is making me money. But there's no excuse. Like I've you know so many people who've blown up off on TikTok now, yeah. just based off a of video. And you can do it too. Like you never know which video is gonna be. I know. So I'll get there. You need to you need to post on TikTok, even <laughs> if it's not like work related, yeah. but uh, like some other stuff, maybe like yoga stuff. I'm yeah. sure people will follow you with yo- like yoga stuff. Yeah. I watch the most random things on TikTok too. <laughs> the other day before oh. we go, I was watching this. Uh, this guy, he was asleep. Yeah. He was doing a live video, right? Every time you gifted him something, a noise would go off, you know, like 
if you give him a rose, this noise happens and it doesn't let him sleep, right? Yeah. And I'm like, who the hell would watch this, you know, video? Yeah. And then I realized I was watching it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm that idiot like watching it for this long. So well, anyways, thank you for coming. Thank I appreciate you. it. And everyone listening, thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. See you thank guys. you. what you read. Know your worth. And don't sell cheap. The ghost is inside of me. Can't take it out of me.